go back and find and play like three to five songs from when you were anywhere between sixth grade and ninth grade and see what it does for you. Welcome to Monday Morsels, the abbreviated companion to our full-length Friday interviews. This is Matthew Del Negro, and you're listening to 10,000 No's. I want to talk to you today about how can music affect your mood. Now, for years, I have been trying to impress women when I was younger by, I would always bring up this thing and somehow I thought it was impressive. I would say, you know, our olfactory senses, our sense of smell is most closely linked to our memories. I don't know where I heard that, but I think I thought that made me sound smart or something. But one of the things I've thought about with music is it has a similar effect. It's like a direct line to our emotions and our memory. And I've got a theory about being a rock star, like an Eddie Vedder or a Bono or a Bruce must be so intense. I mean, I think about what it's like as an actor to be out on stage and what it's like when you're in a flow and you get a response, you know, you get laughs or you get some kind of reaction from the audience and that that kind of adrenaline rush. And I think, what if you were in a stadium that was, you know, 50,000 people and not only are you performing it, but it's also your words, your music in many cases, not in all cases, but in many cases. And I just thought music brings us back when we listen to it to that place where we were when we were listening to that song or that album or that artist on a loop. And I I always think of, you know, my brother and I shared a a room growing up and we had, I would say albums, but they were really cassette tapes. We had uh, U2 Joshua Tree, which also happened to be my first concert. Uh, Genesis, Invisible Touch. And I just went and Googled it to look. I was like, is that, was it Invisible Touch? Was that the album? And it was. And I looked at the playlist, Invisible Touch, Tonight, 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 Land of Confusion, In Too Deep, Anything She Does, um, Throwing It All Away, Domino, all these songs. And just, just reading that playlist brings me back to it. Um, Foreigner Records was another one that we listened to on a loop. And when you hear a song, it just, it transports you back. So I was going to call this episode, How Music Pierces Our Souls. And then I'm getting smart. My producer, Ayla, would be proud. So I Googled it. I Googled some questions around this topic. And here are some of the things that I came up with. Uh, how can music affect your mood? One, music reduces stress. Two, music controls our thinking. Three, music gives joy. Four, music is a great tool for motivation. Five, music can transform one's character. Six, music gives fulfillment. Okay, I'm like, okay, cool. Another thing that said, and I'm not going to read forever, but I just want to give you this one other Google uh, response. Why can music influence your mu- your mood? Listening to sounds such as music and noise has a significant effect on an individual's moods and emotions, possibly as a result of brain dopamine regulation, a neurotransmitter strongly involved in emotional behavior and mood regulation, researchers have found. Researchers have found. Okay. Um, The reason I was on this topic is I mentioned in our newsletter a couple of weeks ago that my family and I went back and found The Wonder Years on Hulu. Now, this was a show growing up that I really identified with. I always thought I was Kevin, who was the Fred Savage role, the younger brother, and my brother 
Artie was Wayne. He loves that comparison. Wayne used to just abuse the crap out of Kevin. Uh, my brother somehow really loves that comparison. Uh, my our sister Christine is older, not exactly like the the sister character, but the age difference really lined up. So anyway, I identified with that show. We watched three episodes with our kids. Afterward, um, I go in uh, uh, to try to put my son to bed. He like doesn't want me in there, but I kind of force the issue. I stay in there and I'm like, hey, let's play some music. So we go on the Amazon Alexa, whatever. And he says, Piano Man. He requests Piano Man. And I'm like, that's one of my songs. So I'm actually kind of having a moment of like, oh, he picked one of my songs. He knows I play that on the piano. I introduced him to Billy Joel and Elton John. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. So we listen to it. And I start thinking about the songs that I heard, you know, watching The Wonder Years. I mean, they had like, you know, Buffalo Springfield for what it's worth. You know, uh, there's something happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. You know, that song, I won't sing too much of it. They had, what else did they have? Um, They had When a Man Loves a Woman. They had uh, the credit song is, uh, What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? They had all these great songs, a little help from my friends. Um, and, And so I thought, God, they transported me back. I'm laying here with my son. I'm like, let's play. He he played me something from a video game trailer that he has, and it was a remake of Hungry Like the Wolf. And it was a really cool remake. But I said, oh, you know, that original is Duran Duran. That was from when I was like, you know, maybe your age or a little bit older. So I started requesting all of these songs from what I call like my eighth grade dance days. I realized, by the way, that I was, I guess, I don't know if you'd call it sensitive or cheesy or what, or lonely or yearning or romantic as a kid, but all the songs were slow songs. I mean, it was like, but there were songs that, that like, they kind of pulled out some emotion from me. There was like Brian Adams, Heaven. Um, I'm embarrassed to say this. Ario Speedwagon, I Can't Fight This Feeling. Outfield, I Don't Want to Lose Your Love. I mean, it's embarrassing. There, there were more. I just can't remember what they were. And... As I listened, I could just, it wasn't that I just remembered some of the scenes from back then, from when I was in like, whatever, probably seventh, eighth, ninth grade, seventh or eighth grade, I think. It was a feeling in my, in my body of like that, you know, being in love with a girl that I couldn't get or the awkwardness of like, you know, asking a girl to dance or like the, the. The stuff, all of this, the feelings like surrounding, like, you know, your buddy likes the girl, the girl likes your buddy, that all of that kind of stuff, the awkwardness of like, you know, for me, it was junior high, but, you know, for a lot of people, it's middle school. It just, it just came, it came right back. And it, it made me think about the power of music and why we are so tied to it. And I've got, Kenny Loggins coming up Friday. And the the thing, it was so cool with, with talking to Kenny Loggins is, you know, he's written all of these songs that I grew up with, but really like the top three are from soundtracks and they're not just from soundtracks. I mean, they were from these movies that really made an impact growing up. Now, I wouldn't think of Footloose as like one of my movies, but 
when Footloose came out, it was a really big deal. And I do remember it was, it kind of was a seminal movie. It, I don't know if it stuck with me so much, but at the time it was huge. I remember my buddy, Josh Filipina, who ended up going on to be a, a Navy SEAL. I remember, I think he came in like that around that time with a, with a skinny tie, maybe that Kevin Bacon was wearing. The fact that I'm working with Kevin Bacon right now is kind of cool on City on a Hill. Um, but I think Josh came in with a, a skinny tie and then maybe I wore one. Some other buddies wore them. Like it was like a big deal. Like people wanted to be that guy. Um, and then the other songs that he wrote were Top Gun. Kenny Loggins wrote um, for Top Gun, Danger Zone. And then Caddyshack, where he wrote, I'm all right. Don't nobody worry about me. And and both of those so- those movies... Top Gun and Caddyshack, like Top Gun, my freshman year of college was on a loop in my dorm and I could quote the entire, I mean, I could still quote much of that movie. Just, it's just in there. Um, Caddyshack, probably sophomore, junior year on a loop could quote that whole thing. And here I am just, it was surreal talking to the guy that wrote these songs that have been running through my head for so long and just thinking about the power of music in particular art in general and just expression in general and like your work in general, whatever it might be, how it affects the people around you. And it can affect them in in a really good way, or it can affect the way they think, the way they feel Um, as an actor. If you're an actor listening to this and you're, or watching this and you're thinking about preparing a role. And sometimes there are roles that require a certain emotional prep. Music is a great tool to get directly to the source i think so you think about that and then also the sheer the detail and the volume of work of what you know a guy like kenny loggins has been doing for so many years and you talk to him and you realize god it's it's so much that goes into that and he had a bunch of hits and he won a bunch of awards and all that but really it came from an incredible amount of work as well I'll leave you with this. My assignment for you, if there could be an assignment, is to go back and find and play like three to five songs from when you were anywhere between sixth grade and ninth grade and see what it does for you. I have a feeling that it will have a similar effect as it had on me. I'd be interested if you want to write into the show, you could absolutely do that. Info at 10,000nos.com. I guess that could be cool. I'm sure people have a lot cooler song lists than than I just gave you, but um, uh, I have cooler ones in there, but those are the ones that came up. I, I guess I was in an emotional mood because uh, Wonder Years had a whole romantic vibe going. But anyway, think about music. Think about the role that it plays in your life and uh, check out the this Friday's episode with Kenny Loggins. I think you will dig it. He got really vulnerable. He was he was really present for it and I really appreciated it. And um, I think you will you will like it as well. All right. That's it. Thanks for listening to Monday Morsels on 10,000 Knows. Any love you can give us by spreading the word to family and friends is greatly appreciated. And be sure to check out our full-length episodes every Friday. We'll see you then.